If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I am your host, Stephanie Keith. If you guys are in the Manifest It Now app and members of the Inner Tribe membership community, which is inside the app, you know that we get a lot of amazing guests every single month to talk about manifestation, quantum shifting, mindset, and manifesting money. And one of the guests that we had last month was Marley Rose Harris. She is a business and money coach here to inspire individuals to step into what feels good and what is in alignment with their highest selves. By teaching the necessary mindset and business strategies, Marley reveals how to live a life of freedom because everyone deserves to live an easeful and abundant life, influenced by their passions and deepest desires. You guys are going to absolutely love Marley. She is such a dream. She is the person who has manifested financial freedom for herself. She lives in Bali. She is living a total life of freedom, doing what she wants every single day. She's such a great example of what's possible and what you can achieve when you get really clear and make the decision on what you want to manifest. So you can check out her video that's inside the Inner Tribe um, and to get more expert interviews that are coming and more workshops that we're going to be doing throughout the remainder of the year from people in all different modalities. I'll put the link to all of that in the show notes. And without further ado, here is Marley Rose Harris. Marley, welcome. I'm so glad you're here and um, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. So I found your podcast. Um, I don't even remember what I was searching for, but I found it and it became one of those podcasts that I just like started binging, you know, where you just like listen to one episode after another. And it's like become my thing now in the morning when I go, I go for a morning walk every day and listen to your podcast. And now I've like gone through all of them and I like just wait for the next one to come out. So (laughs) that was my introduction to you. And I just love everything that you're doing and the lifestyle that you're living. I think it's so inspiring. Um, And so maybe you could just give everyone like a background about who you are and kind of like how you got to this uh, freedom lifestyle that you live. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It literally means so much to me that that's your experience with the podcast because it's like, I'm sure you know all your podcasts like your baby. <laughs> so to hear that that's how you feel, it's just, I'm so grateful. So thank you. Um, yeah, so we were talking about this a little bit before we started, but my journey started um, probably like four years ago, I want to say like officially um, when, this, when this story all begins because I was living in Canada and I live, I'm from a very small town, but I was living in kind of like a bigger city to go to university, to go to school, to get my education. And I just hated winter. I was so miserable. I felt sort of alignment. I was so unhappy. 
And I would literally sit on Pinterest during exam season and I would like look at ba- photos of Bali. I would look at photos of Australia and I would just dream. I would like daydream. Like one day I'm getting out of here. I'm going to live in a place that is warm all the time and just live my best life. That was my biggest motivation when I first got into this, you know, freedom lifestyle. And at that time, this would have been in 2018, honestly, the word like digital nomad or working online, like that wasn't really a thing. There was a few people that were doing it, but they were very like off the cuff. It was very like, ooh, Whereas like now it's obviously way more normal. I mean, everyone kind of works from home now, Um, but that was my dream. I was like, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I just know I desire this so deeply. And I think because I visualized it enough, it was like, this felt normal. Like I was like, oh yeah, this is happening. Um, So I was back in my small Canadian town and I... Finally, I, I graduated from all like all my universities. I did a graduate program in marketing and I had I was at this crossroad. And essentially either I had the choice to take this corporate job that I got offered, which was everything I thought I wanted. It was stability, benefits, um, you know, pension, like all these things that are, you know, the, the dream, so to say. And I was like, oh my God, I did it. I made it because no one in my family has ever had like a consistent corporate job like this. So I was like, oh, this is the dream. Like everything's going to be okay. I'm safe now. I did it. But then I was like, this does not feel right. Like I do not want to be stuck in one place. Well, the word stuck, but I don't want to be in one place. I want to be able to travel the world and work online. It was just like, I just knew so deeply, this is my desire. And so I got also, this always happens in my life. For some reason, I'll be at this like, crossroad of decisions. And so the other option was I got offered to, or not offered, but I found out about this, um, this basically this grant at my uh, college. And if you applied for it, it was an eight-week business program and they paid you $3,000 and it was to start your business and, you know, take your business full-time. And I was like, hmm, you know, and... I was going back and forth. I was so scared. I basically talked to everyone I knew about this decision. You know, when you already know what you want to do, but you need like everyone to validate it for you. That's kind of like what I had to do. (laughs) And it was talking to my professor who was like, Marley, this is the best time for you. Like you have nothing to lose. Like, you know, the corporate job will always be there. Just go for it. Like like, I regretted not going for it when, when I had the option. I was like, okay, I'm doing it for you, Liz Gray. (laughs) And so I started my business in 2000 and this would have been 2000 and yeah 18 and my first business was designing websites and logos and that was a very great business to first start but I call this my bridging business because it bridged me to the business that I'm running now because you know I'd already kind of been doing it I had people asking for it it just felt like the right next step but I knew deep down it wasn't going to be my long-term you know thing But it was the thing that would get me to where I wanted to be, which was working online and traveling. So it took me about a year um, while I hustled on the side. You know, I had two other jobs and I built this business. But about a year later, I was able to go full time with it. And again, I wasn't making loads by any means, but it was like I felt comfortable enough to leave. And I remember quitting all my jobs. I was so scared. I was terrified. Um, but ironically, not ironically, 
the month that I quit all my jobs, the next month I hit my first take 10K month in business. And I was like, oh, what? I was like freaking out. But now I've later learned that that's, you know, when you take big leaps, you get big rewards and the universe always rewards you for that. So anyways, long, trying to make a long story kind of short here. So quit my job. And then since then, um, that was in 2019. Um, so I've been online traveling the world since then. Um, I've actually then since closed down that first business, which was also a whole other story, but extremely terrifying. But I knew, again, that I was being called to a greater purpose. I knew that wasn't my soul calling. I knew that wasn't my purpose in life. And I did know what my purpose was at the time. Like I did know, which was, you know, doing exactly what we're talking about today. Um, so that business, I got to a point which was making, you know, more money than I ever thought was possible. Like the amount of money that I was offered as a year's salary, I was making in a month. Like it was just bananas. And then, um, but I just knew like, everyone's like, are you kidding? Do not close down that job. It's like, it, this business is doing so well for you. And I was like, I, it's just not my thing. Like it's, it was making me miserable. Yes, it was very successful, but I was miserable. And so I was like, I know that the universe rewards me when I take big leaps. So I'm going to go for this again. I closed down that business. And within a month of running my new business, I already was making the same amount of money in my as I was in my old business. And, and that's because something called energetic minimums, which we can talk about. Um, so fast forward to today. Yes, I live in Bali, which is so exciting. So I, you know, work off my laptop. I travel the world, you know, when allowed, which is officially starting next month, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> um, and work online and live what I really feel like is living out my purpose, which is helping people live this life of freedom. Because I know what it's like to be stuck in a place that you don't want to be and, you know, doing something that when you know you're meant for more and desiring this life so deeply, but not knowing how to get there. And, you know, it took me like three years to get here, whereas like now I get to help people get there in like two months, three months, you know, it's, it's crazy what you can do when you know what to do and you just tell someone to do and they get there way quicker. So now I'm, yeah, extremely grateful and excited. And, you know, it's, it's been such a roller coaster, but being at this place now to be able to help people do what I wanted to do for so long, is just so rewarding and so fulfilling. And I, as you can tell, I'm extremely passionate about it. Oh, I love that. And I feel like we're just so aligned on so many different levels. So, um, oh my gosh, so much to talk about. So I'm from Illinois, which is nowhere near as cold as Canada, but I am like a wuss when it comes to winters. And so that was my thing. I was like, same thing as you, like I would visualize all the time. Every winter, I would just imagine like palm trees and like the sun shining every day. Cause I, I would get like seasonal depression when it was just like great same. for like months on end. And, yeah. uh, so anyhow, I moved to Florida, um, you know, for that reason, but what an amazing thing that at such a young age, you were able to make that call of not taking this dangling carrot of the corporate job that has everything that you think you want, because I did fall into that trap and I, I got stuck in it for 12 years before, mm. um, you know, moving on to create my business. So it just, it's so exciting to see, um, people, you know, able to take that leap and get where you're, where you are in just, you know, even just three years. And now you're helping other women do it even faster, which is just absolutely like crazy. And it's so inspiring 
to let people know, like it totally is possible. And here, like, you know, you thought you wanted to go in into corporate pivoted from there. Then you, you know, started this website, graphic design type business, decided you didn't want to do that and pivoted again. And I think that's such a big, important point because there's so many people that think like, well, I have to do this because this is what my degree is in, or like, this Mm. is what my expertise is in, or I've been doing this for so long. It's, you know, hard to pivot. And so you're a great example of like, you can do it whenever you want, just simply because you want to. And that's like what you're passionate about. So let's talk a little bit about that, about you mentioned like the energetic minimums. um, And just like, did you have a lot of those fears in giving up that business that was really stable and making that leap? And like, how did you, how did you move through that and actually like make the change without being so attached to the money you were making? Oh my God. I, I hope it's okay that I swear, but I was scared shitless. Like I was (laughs) so scared. Like, um, I, I can actually tell you the exact situation that happened when I was like, I'm done. Um, and this is going to be the most Bali cliche thing ever. So I was in a Kundalini yoga class, like in Ubud. Mm -hmm. If you guys have like literally Googled like yoga Bali, there's this place called Yoga Barn in Bali and it's absolutely magical. They actually go there and eat, pray, love. So it's like quite famous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And one of my favorite Kundalini teachers was there and his name is Amit. Shout out to Amit. And every time I'm in one of his classes, I have like an aha like moment where I'm like, I'm like literally just like see my future, everything downloads. It's like incredible. And so at this point I was going back and forth cause I just knew, cause I'm very aware of what it feels like to be in alignment. Mm-hmm. It, everything flows to you. Everything is good. Like that's actually a real thing to be in yeah. alignment. And how I describe it is like being on, you know, Mario Kart, there's like rainbow road and there's like pew pew <laughs> it like fast forward you. That's yeah. what I feel like describes alignment. You, everything is, know flowing and and I so then I also know what it feels like to not be in alignment which is there's resistance everywhere you go is like it's like pushing a boulder up a hill and you're forcing and pushing and you know desperate energy and so I was in that and I was like how did I get here I am not enjoying this journey anymore and I was like I want to get back into alignment and this little you know voice in my head was like, you know what to do, you know what to do. And I was like, bitch, I'm terrified to do that because, you know, this is everything I've wanted. And, you know, I had become so accustomed to this life of like true luxury Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to let go of that. But then it came to a point and I was in this Kundalini class and, and like, just bearing in mind, I was crying most nights from stress. I was so miserable. I was living in this beautiful villa in Bali and I was freaking miserable I had built the business in such a way that I, like, if I removed myself from the business, the whole business failed. Like I was so reliant on the business, which again, now I teach not to do. Um, And so I was just miserable. And so I was in this Kundalini class and it was like, boom, download of like, would you rather have money and be miserable or like, maybe take a break and then but be completely happy in alignment and abundant and and like knowing that when you're in alignment the money flows it's a byproduct of alignment and it's a byproduct of joy as well and I knew that even though I was making money I was also resisting of like more money that I could even be making because the business that I had built the business model was basically 
the next step was building out an agency and I didn't want to do that. So I knew I was bottlenecked. Like I was making really good money, but basically the next step, which was my goal is making a million dollars a year was like this whole vision that I didn't want. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a aha moment for me. And I know that sounds really obvious for most people listening, but for me, it was like, oh yeah, like I don't have to hold on to this. This is making me miserable. I would, and I remember right after telling my boyfriend and we both actually cried because it was like, I literally was like, I would rather be happy and make less than where I am right now, which is, you know, completely abundant and um, miserable. But I knew there was another way. I knew there's a way of being abundant and also, you know, in alignment and feeling joy. And right. I just wasn't there at that point. So I made the decision. And, and at first it was like, I'll just pivot the business because mm -hmm. that felt like the safe option. But the scariest option was me actually going full in with my own personal brand and like showing up of who I'm meant to be and like who I'm here to serve and just like sharing that with the world. And so the universe, again, redirected me of like, no, bitch, this is how you're doing it. Like I was trying to do it the safe way and that all kept failing. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just do this thing. And then it, it ended up picking up really quickly just because of the rapport and trust that I had built through my first business. It kind of just transitioned over to my second business, which I was really grateful for. Um, and then that ended up picking up like right away. And I've, I've surpassed what I was making in the first business. And I'm happy to report I'm completely, you know, happy, joyful and abundant and completely in alignment. So I think the lesson here is that the thing that you're fearing isn't actually the scariest thing. The scariest thing is staying where you are and being miserable. Yes. Yes. That is so true. I, when I was in my corporate job, I mean, I was miserable every day, but like, same thing. It was like, I had a company car. I was making like really good money and all these things on the outside that looked great to like anyone that, that could see me. But on the inside, I was miserable. I was unfulfilled. I was stressed all the time. And that thought crossed my mind. I was like, what if I'm already living my worst case scenario? Like, mm. you know, because I was already miserable and unhappy. And it's like, well, maybe this is the worst case that it could be. And like, if I went and chased my dreams and it didn't work out, I could always go back and get another crappy, like, you know, sales job. That's really stressful. Um, so that's the thing that I wish like more people would think about. Cause I think there's so many people that are stuck in that scenario where, mm. you know, even if they're not like miserable or deeply unhappy, they're just not fulfilled. It's like they're on autopilot, just going through routine day after day, feeling like they're missing something in life, but mm. it's like, you're making just enough for it to be scary to take the leap into the unknown, you know? But I think what you said earlier is that when you take those big leaps, you get big rewards. And I have found that to be true in, in my life as well. Like when I left corporate, I left when I had my, my second daughter and I was like, literally, I had just had her, like we were still in the hospital and I got an email from an old friend that basically like offered me to do this social media job that would replace my income. And so it's like, I just truly feel like it, it didn't happen until I left. You know what I mean? It's like, I was out and I took that leap and then I was rewarded for it. And it sounds like the same thing kind of, you know, played out for you as well. Um, 
so what do you tell people that like they want to live the kind of lifestyle that you have of freedom they're you know their own boss they get to do things like go to bali um but they're still in their day job like obviously they have bills and stuff to pay do you recommend people like um staying with their day job until they get to a certain level of success in their business or do you really think it's kind of like that's the magic scenario is like quitting and then having the full faith that you'll be rewarded for it Mm, such a good question so I think there's it just depends on the type of person you are so my nervous system is like basically for me what works best is kind of like and what I described earlier which is I still had like an, a stable income mm-hmm. um, while I built my business. And that felt really good for me. That felt safe. That felt, you know, I was okay with that because, mm-hmm. you know, just my personality type, I was able to like manage it. It felt really, really good for me. And I think there is a thing about, you know, I see some people, um, you know, quit right away and then their energy is very desperate when they show up to selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that with love, but it's it's truly sales is energy and you can kind of pick up on that right away of like, yeah. oh, okay, I just quit my job and now I have to make this work. And that energy can be really repelling mm-hmm. without even knowing. Um, yeah. And I didn't know that when I first started, but I was like, I'm not, I, I need this stable income to make sure the lights stay on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I was comfortable with that. However, some of my friends and some of my clients, even they're like, Marley, I just have to quit my job. Like I cannot physically do both. This one job is draining me. And it's just like, it's, you know, it's doing so many worse things to me, like in terms of like just draining my energy and just making me feel awful about myself. So I have to quit it for me to allow this space for this new business to come in. And I'm like, that's totally cool. I really think it depends on the person. Like a lot of people, you know, can just quit and make it work. And that's awesome. Whereas like, if that doesn't feel good to you, don't feel like you have to do that. Like I did it for literally a year, which was holding on to a, like a side job, which paid, I I worked as a server. And I also, I actually ironically worked at that entrepreneurship center where I first got that business grant for over a year to make ends meet while I built my business. And honestly though, I I could have let go of the, um, those like side businesses or side jobs earlier. Um, and that's one thing that you really have to be aware of, of like knowing when to let go of that safety net. Because like you'll see in my example, like the month that I quit, you know, I had my first $10,000 a month. But the reason that that happened is because the law of space. You can't manifest a car if you don't have a parking spot. You can't manifest more clients unless you have the space to take them on. So a lot of the thing that I do with my clients when they first start in and they're like, oh, I'm not attracting any clients. I'm not attracting any abundance. I'm like, well, do you even have room to take on another client right now? Like, no wonder. And, you know, a lot of my clients are like super busy and, you know, so much is going on. There'll be like clients dropping off and they're like, why is this happening? I'm like, you're wishing this because you're like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more space. And so that's why the clients are dropping off. So this is why I think it's really important when you first start to start with a scalable business model, to start with one that you know, you can be sitting on the beach and the money is still coming in your bank account. Like while you sleep, you're still making money. And that's the business model that I believe in because I know what it's like to be stuck in a business where if you take a weekend off the weekend or your business also takes the weekend off, like everything pauses when you pause. Um, 
went on a little side tangent there. But basically back to your question is, I think it depends on your personality type and what feels best for you. And just because you saw your friend do it one way doesn't mean that's the right way for you. I believe that you have to do what's best for you. Um, and, and honestly, your nervous system, because when it's a big leap, like leaving corporate to going on your own, it's not like just a walk in the park. And also, I want to say one thing is that I feel like I'm talking about entrepreneurship as if it's like easier, but I would actually say it's the opposite. I would actually say it's, I don't know, maybe you could agree with me, but I actually, agree, I would say that corporate is, or sorry, entrepreneurship is more difficult than corporate just because you're on all the time all the pressures on you like so entrepreneurship is definitely the best thing I've ever done for myself but it's also definitely the hardest thing I've ever done for myself so when you leave corporate it's not like woohoo I'm free I can just like you know run my business it's all everything's gonna flow it's like it's gonna be a bit of a shock I don't know what your experience was but um like just get ready but again that's why I do what I do to make the transition or or just like the learning experience not as a bumpy ride that it was for me basically well yeah and it's like when you're in a corporate environment like you could take a vacation and you know the company's still gonna run fine and everything's gonna get taken Mm. care of but when you're an entrepreneur especially just starting out and like you don't have a team it's like if you take a vacation you know then you're like oh my gosh like I didn't do this or I didn't post on social media and it's like you, you feel that all on you all of a sudden, that pressure. So there, it, it is a little bit of a adjustment period where you have to kind of get used to that. But I love what you said though, about like creating a scalable business where it's not reliant on just you all the time. Like you could go to the beach, you can relax, you could take a vacation and your business isn't going to fall apart. Cause I do think that is something that a lot of entrepreneurs find themselves in. They, they mm-hmm. go over to this entrepreneur world and then they're working 24 seven have no time for themselves. Then there's like no self-care, their mental health takes a toll. And like, that's when your energy gets affected. And like you said, it's like, it really does boil down to how you feel and your energy, the energy that you're putting out. And if that's not taken care of, like that could really be a downfall in the business. Yes. So we're like, what would you, what pointers would you give from an energetic standpoint, like specifically around, cause I, I feel like a lot of the people, um, that I've talked with and like, we have a book club and we're always talking about money mindset mm-hmm. and trying to overcome these beliefs. Cause I feel like everyone has these limiting beliefs around money. And it's really hard to like turn that off and to know that number one, you're worthy of it. Like you can do mm-hmm. this, you can earn money, you can, charge a premium price for what you offer. I think that's a big one. Um, like how, how did you make that shift? Like, cause you seem pretty confident in your podcast, you know, with money and everything. Um, did that just come naturally for you? Or are there certain like things that you do to really strengthen that mindset? Oh my God. Okay. So I want to first say thank you. That is like the nicest compliment because it did not start that way. (laughs) Um, I'm very open about my money story. So I came from a family where, you know, lack and scarcity and not enough was like our daily, Um, you know, my phone bill would get cut off. We, it was just all the fighting in the household was around money. Money was like always taken away. It was this whole money journey for me. Mm -hmm. And when I, but when I was young, thankfully, um, although we weren't wealthy, my well, kids clearly, but um, 
sorry, by the way, if I say something that I don't want to manifest, I'll say kids will clearly. Um, mm. So it's hard when I'm telling stories about the past because I have to like say these things. Yeah. Um, but we did have family friends who were, they were extremely wealthy. And so as a young child, I could be like, okay, that's what I don't want, but there is this other possibility. And I would look at them and be like, yes, that is what I do want. So I was very fortunate to have that model. Like, even though growing up, I didn't have the model, but then I, there's bits of my life when I'd be like, oh yeah, there's another way. There's another way. And like, as a child, I somehow knew like, okay, that is what I do want. And there's, yeah. there's a way out of this essentially. So at a very young age, I was like, that is not what I want. And I am determined to get there. I don't know how to get there, but I know I want to get there. And so when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I had such a low self-worth around money. I would charge like literally $40 for a logo. And just in hindsight, at the end of my business, my logo packages were over a thousand dollars. And I would be sending out $40 invoices. And I'd be like, oh my God, like, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't want to pay it, like we can negotiate, like this was my energy. And it, this is very common, you know, because oh, especially yeah. when you first very start, common. it's like, you love what you do. And it's like, you almost feel bad charging for it because you love what you do so much. And, and I know that's a very similar story for a lot of the entrepreneurs that I talk to and, you know, and whatever, I would always like, I would make more and then I would spend more. And it was just like this whole dramatic story around money. And I was over it. I got to this point where like, I'm over this. And I started listening to podcasts. You know, I would listen to like Lacey Phillips, um, from to be magnetic. And I would just, I don't even know who I was listening to, but I would hear, um, all these, you know, podcasts and stories of people who worked on their money mindset. I didn't even know there was a thing. I was like money mindset. That's a thing. So then I obviously became obsessed on the topic. And for the past three years, I've been like, just every podcast, every book, every course, like everything I can take around money mindset, I've become enthralled with because, I'm like, well, and then I started to understand the subconscious mind and how your subconscious mind controls 99% of your life and your conscious mind only controls 1% of your, sorry, 90% of your life. And I was like, oh my gosh, well, if that's the case, then my money mindset must be in my subconscious mind. And then I started healing my subconscious mind and literally my whole life changed. So, you know, from making in business, like maybe like $1,000, $2,000 a month to now $50,000, $60,000 a month. And that is truly through healing my subconscious mind. And I know it sounds too good to be true because it's like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> like that just sounds too easy, right? But if like, let me just tell you very simply, like I already said, the subconscious mind controls 90% of your life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's facts. That's not like a woo-woo statement. That's, right. that's science. So if that's the case, the it's like, there's no way to not, you know, agree with the fact that everything that is your reality, which is your bank account, your, you know, your monthly income and business, everything is built and embedded into your subconscious. So when I started doing subconscious mind work, like hypnotherapy, time technique, repetition, scripting, all these things that I was learning about, and I saw my whole financial reality change, I was like, holy shit, I'm onto something. <laughs> and so for the past kind of three years, I've been crafting that of, you know, being a little bit of an, a guinea pig and like a scientist, a money scientist around like, okay, what works, what doesn't work, trying all these tools, seeing what actually makes the biggest changes. And, um, and then now at this stage of my life, teaching that to others of like, okay, money, once you understand money is actually one of the easiest things to manifest. And this is from someone who like literally was scared to charge someone $40 for a logo, <laughs> you know, and now 
feel confident to charge what I do charge and, and receive it as well and in abundance. So for anyone listening who's at the beginning of their journey and they're like, oh my gosh, I can relate to what you're saying. Like, I know there's work to be done and you, you want to learn more about the subconscious. The subconscious mind learns through repetition Mm-hmm. And also it learns through languages, languages. So as a very like beginner at home strategy, be careful what you say, because what you say becomes your reality. The words you speak out loud becomes your reality and your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative. Okay. So when I say, don't think about a purple cow, you think about a purple cow, even though I right. said, don't think about it. Don't think about a purple cow. It's like, right. now you can only, like, oh, I can only think about a purple cow. It's because your subconscious mind only hears the words, not the, it can't determine positive or negative or do or don't. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying, you know, I don't want to be broke, all it hears is broke. And it will continue to manifest the story in your life as long as you believe it, as long as you speak it into existence, it will be your reality. So again, I always say cancel clearly after things that I don't want to manifest. Um, because again, I don't want to be that anymore. And so I was realizing I was saying these things over and over of like, oh, well, I can't afford that. Or I can't do that. Can't, you know, can't, can't like, no, no, like broke, broke all these words. And that was my reality. And so the minute I stopped that and I started to reframe my mindset, again, it doesn't happen overnight. You've been conditioned these words for your whole life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take one night to fix it, but over time, stop saying these words. This is like one small tip that you can implement that's so easy, it's free, and it will change your whole reality. So you start saying what you do want because what you focus on grows. So focus on what you do want, say what you do want, and that inevitably will become your reality. Um, So that's number one is watch the language that you say, but also through repetition is how you can start to rewire the subconscious mind. And I do that every morning through something called scripting. So scripting is when you write down um, what you're wanting as if it's already happened. And the craziest thing about this is the other day on Friday, it's like the most recent story about it. On Friday, I was writing and I I just most recently got on TikTok and I've been like loving TikTok. (laughs) And um, and I was writing, I was like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and my my like my TikTok video is going to go viral and I'm going to be so excited. And, you know, I'm writing as if it's already gone viral, right? Mm -hmm literally wake up the next day and my TikTok video has gone viral. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like what? This has never happened to me before. And because I live in Bali, all of my um, content is just shown to Indonesians. So, you know, they, we speak a different language. It hasn't really been picking up very well because they don't really understand anything that I'm saying. Yeah. And so for it to go viral, I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff works. And even though I preach it and it's like, I share it and I know it works, even when it happens like that, it's just so it's exciting. So surprising. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like, woohoo. So yeah, number one, a big one is language. And then two, you can do it through scripting, which again, two free things, easy to implement and will make a massive change in your life. Yeah. So let me ask you real quick about, um, the whole language thing, because it's like a lot of people talk about, you know, getting over the limiting beliefs, you know, that you have around money that like you grew up with or whatever. So like, for me, I, I like to think about the positive, like, okay, so this was the belief growing up that whatever, like money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, rich people are assholes or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. This is what I choose to believe moving forward. And then really like focusing on that. 
Um, what, what is your opinion on that? Cause I know some people want to like, think that you really need to like deep dive into the past and into the, the limiting belief and like focus on that and focus on healing it where I'm sort of like, I feel like the more time you spend on that, the more, you know, like what you focus on expands. So like bring awareness to it. This is the limiting belief, but then let's focus on the positive now moving forward. Where do you stand with all that? I totally agree with you. I think it's really important to become aware of it because a lot of the times we're not even aware of these limiting beliefs. And again, I'm going to give you another hot tip. Um, I want you to, this is like my best hottest tip when it comes to rewiring your money mindset. You're going to set a timer for 10 minutes. You're going to take a blank piece of paper, a pen and nothing else. You're going to throw your phone across the room, complete serenity and bliss. Okay. For 10 minutes, I want you to write down all your beliefs around money. And at the top of the page, you can write, you know, my old beliefs around money and just free write for 10 minutes about everything that you believe around money, positive, negative, no shame, no guilt, free write. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you're done, what you're going to do is you're going to acknowledge it. Be like, Oh, didn't even know I thought that. Oh, you know, moving on, we're going to draw a line in the page. And then on the right side of the page, you're going to write the complete 180 opposite of that so for example a story for me was like money is very inconsistent so on the other side of the page i would write you know money comes very consistently to me you know the complete 180 then you have on that right side of your page multiple affirmations that are literally like liquid gold for your subconscious mind Mm -hmm. of yes okay this is what i do want to believe and through repetition you can start to rewire that as your new reality. So what I love doing is I will journal about them every single morning, like as affirmations. So money is coming to me consistently. Um, You know, money, you know, as a wealthy person, I am loved and respected. Like, you know, whatever the opposite is of what your money beliefs are there. And again, I don't know what yours are going to be because they're different for every single person. But this is great because it's custom to you. And so you can rip off that page and throw away the old beliefs because we are done with those. RIP, you can have a little ceremony, burn the page, whatever you need to do. And then we're just going to focus on those new beliefs, cement them in, repeat them out loud, rewire them, tattoo them on your forehead, whatever you need to do. (laughs) But these are your new money beliefs and moving forward, this is what you focus on. So I'm totally agree with you. I believe that it's important to become aware and not bypass those beliefs. And you know, some of them go deeper. Like I do do a lot of work that requires me to go deeper, you know, inner child healing, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I'm focusing on that every day. Those are just yeah. when I'm triggered and it comes up, I will go there because you know, the universe is trying to say, okay, it's time to work on this and heal this when it comes mm-hmm. up. But if it's not coming up every day, then I don't feel like I need to focus on that every day. And I do know people who do focus on that shadow a lot of the time. And I don't think it's a coincidence that their life tends to be a lot of shadow things. Mm -hmm. So I try to focus, same as you, on the light, on the positivity. But if something wants to creep up, it's just creeping up to show me that I still need to heal it. And then I'll do that deeper work. But again, I don't think that's necessary every single day. Okay. No, that's, that's totally like what I was thinking too. And you hear so many, you know, there's so many like 
different beliefs out there around manifestation. Mm -hmm. It's like all of a sudden manifestation became like such a big hot topic and everyone's talking about it. And I just noticed like some people will kind of live there and I'm like, I just, that doesn't feel right for me personally. So um, thank you for sharing your opinion on that. And your tips are gold. So for <laughs> everyone listening, like rewind and like write those down because that is huge. And clearly like you're already there. And that's my big thing is like, when you want to manifest something, learn from the people who have already manifested it. Um, mm. You know, that's how I feel like you can kind of um, get to that next level surrounding yourself, even if it is, you know, virtually with people who are already living that lifestyle that you want to live and, and hear what they have to say. Don't listen to, you know, your friend that's like living in their mom's basement and miserable. It's like, listen to the people that have already made it happen so that, um, you know, you're getting like real true advice and tips of what actually works. So thank you for sharing all that. I really appreciate it. Um, let everyone know where they can find you so they can follow up with you and, uh, see what you offer. Yeah. And sorry, just one point on that is that yeah. such an important thing that you just said. And I want to like underline that, <laughs> which is never take advice from someone who isn't where you want to be. Mm, yeah. And like, that needs to be like highlighted, like, because in a lot of my stories and like experiences, I've taken advice from people who aren't where I want to be and it has led me so astray. I mean, I've come back, <laughs> but I'm like, dang it. Why did I take that advice? That is not like, they don't even know what they're talking about. But so anyways, very important point. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Um, yeah. So where can you find me? So I'm most active on Instagram at Marley Rose Harris. Um, you can also check out everything that I offer on my website, marleyrose.ca. Like you mentioned, I also have a podcast, the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast, where we talk a lot about exactly what we've talked about today, which is super fun. I'm also on TikTok. <laughs> I'm trying over there. It's been really fun as well. I've Basically tried everywhere. It's like, yeah. I'm just getting my feet wet. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, and also, yeah, there as well, Marley. Um, at Molly Rose Harris. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you're wanting to get started in that freedom business, I often host, you know, monthly workshops on how to do exactly that for free. So oh, cool. if you're interested in that, um, I would love to have you there. And then just quickly want to mention again, if you want support on creating that freedom lifestyle, um, I do have my eight week course called Freedom Club, which brings you from exactly from in the beginning in the corporate job or very beginning stage of your business and just want to, you know, condense time and get to success quicker, learning the exact tools and steps that I took to create a multiple six-figure business. Oh my gosh. Great, great, great. Um, and one final question, what are you currently working on manifesting? Oh, I love this question. Um, I am for the longest time that was my villa. And, and now I'm so grateful to say that I've manifested that. So now I'm like, okay, what's the next big thing? I'm actually trying to figure that out. I think right now for me, it's a summer of travel. So I'm trying to, you know, put my ducks in a row, get everything sorted and um, take this summer kind of like off, but still working obviously. But like we were talking about earlier, adjusting my business model so I can take off as much time this summer as possible to travel, experience new things, but also make the same amount, if not more money throughout the months. 
Oh, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> that is so <laughs> awesome. Well, Marley, thank you so much for coming on. I, you have so many good tips and I'm so glad you shared them with us and um, we'll touch base soon. Okay. Thank you so much. That was so wonderful. Thanks for being such a great host. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up-level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance, and up-level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time. You love podcasts, the stories, the laughs, the unexpected turns. But when this episode ends, the silence starts. Not anymore. Audiobooks.com turns that silence into your next great adventure. With over 450,000 titles, from bestsellers to hidden gems, your love for listening just found its new best friend. And because you already know the joy of audio, we're giving you three free audiobooks to start your journey. Imagine your favorite podcast, now with unlimited episodes. That's audiobooks.com. Keep the story going. Sign up for your free trial at audiobooks.com slash podcast free today. Because for podcast lovers like you, the end of an episode is just the beginning. That's audiobooks.com slash podcast F-R-E-E.